0: We are so glad to be here for season two of Ladies of Light podcast. Yeah. I'm blessed. Yes. <laughs> I'm blessed because the responses from even season one have been really awesome. Yes. Yeah. And now God really showed me and just like where to go with this season and with the whole podcast. And it's going to be so good, guys. It's going to be so good.
1: So the name of our new series for this season is called Trauma to Triumph. And it talks about how God can just totally use whatever that you may have seen as a bad or a negative and how he can use that to glorify him and just totally get the glory and how he can just comfort your spirit throughout every situation. And so that's
0: it. And honestly, guys, when you see Jess, when you see this amazing sister in the Lord, she looks nothing like what she's been through. And I feel like mm-hmm. that's just the testimony of God. And so first up, our mm-hmm. first um interview or our first like in-depth look at this is of course jessica thomas it's so overdue we've heard like pieces of her testimony but this whole episode is dedicated to her testimony and how god really was glorified in her life when you see just her smile her laugh know that there's so much behind it and it's just god and so where do we start, sis? Where do we begin of your story? Yeah. I guess we can start from the beginning.
1: <laughs> uh, but no, just it's just funny because I was thinking about this recently actually so it's i just know this is a guy wanted me to bring it up because well first of all somebody asked me about my testimony i was like oh yeah you yeah you don't know me you want to know my testimony and so then so i'm glad this episode is happening because i wasn't able to tell her Uh, but then another thing is i recently just had a birthday and 32 big three two and (laughs) it was like the day before my birthday And I was just sitting and I like to just sit among whatever God want to stay quiet time when the kids put the bed, bring out my word and just try to see whatever God has told me. And so I'm sitting there and all of a sudden I'm overshadowed with tears and I'm like, where are these tears coming from? And it was like the Holy Spirit just watched over me and he was like, look, look what we did. And I was like, mm, ugly cry because he is, have God ever just gave you a flashback of everything all yeah. in point decades? It's just like, he just downloaded my whole life. And I remember the moments where literally all I was, all I had was a cry. Like I couldn't even get the words out. It was just, my heart was so heavy. I was so burdened down. I was bruised and broken. And all I could say is, God, help me, help me get out of this. And just going back to that moment and seeing how he just said, okay. And literally just, just fixed it. I I get so excited, but literally, yes, literally just picked me up and said, okay. And he took me through the journey. And before you know it, he was just cutting every single situation every single statistics or what I wasn't supposed to be, like he was defeating all that. People say that if people with similar stories than me and they don't have God, they're in a the nut house. <laughs> they're in a the nut house. They're dealing with all drama. They're on drugs and stuff like that. And it just shows like how real he really is yeah. and how he can really just take you and, and totally transform your life. And all you yeah. have to do is surrender to him. All you have to do is just want him in yeah. your life and be willing to give up everything and just say, I'm not doing good with it anyway. That was my story. I'm like, right. I'm crashing it around anyway. No, might as well oh. give you it. I'm making a mess. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and that's exactly what he did. So I'm just so happy about it, but <laughs> sorry.
0: No, it's so good. And I think this like where you went with this is so amazing because mm-hmm. The whole purpose of this podcast all the time is to shed the light of God into somebody's life. And if you're like Jess, and as we're going to get into the details, I'm sure that you all you had was just a cry to God. All you had was just a miserable or a messy situation. The world will tell you that you're always gonna have to go through it at some point. You're never gonna be completely healed. Um, mm-hmm. That it's a process, it's a journey, and they will have you to wear your trauma or wear your hurt. And everybody has to deal with you in inside of that hurt. But what I love about what you was what you just shared, Jess, is that look, I found my hope in God. If it wasn't for God. I wouldn't be here. God looked at my mess and he made it beautiful. He says, I'm like very loosely paraphrasing the scripture, but it says God can take what the enemy meant for evil. The enemy means no good for any of us. He wants to steal, kill, and destroy everything about us. And God can take that mess. Yes, bad things happen in your life. You may have... There's so many things. The world is just evil because Satan is is in control of the world. But God says, I can still use that mess and draw you onto myself. I'm a better master. I'm a master that loves you unconditionally. I'm a master that even though you didn't choose me, I still chose you. And so I want to get into even just some of those things that happened and let us know where you're coming from and what God did.
1: Yes, I was basic, Uh, just really had to learn things at a really early age. I didn't realize what was going on, but I suffered with depression as early as eight years old. And you wouldn't know that from like how I smile now, but I was like just (laughs) slung into depression. And it was actually was supposed to be hereditary because my mom dealt with depression. And so I watched her battle, her struggle with that and her eventually overcome it. But most of my childhood was like seeing her battle that. And so it's like a, a depression is a real spirit. So now looking back, I understand that it was a spirit. But at eight, I just remember feeling miserable all the time. I remember never ever wanting, literally, wanting to die at eight years old. What eight-year-old looks oh. at their life and say, "I don't want to play outside. I I I'd rather die." And so that's just the type of misery that I was in, and and it was all in, internal. It was literally a spirit of depression, and it was like. A lot of things that I was holding in that I was scared to reveal molestation and just all the things that happened, I didn't even know how to deal with it. So how I deal with it was internalize it. I felt like I was the one that did it and I felt, and I blamed me inwardly. And so a lot of times when you deal with that type of trauma, like molestation, the enemy blames you. Even right. though it was another person, you feel like I had to cause this some kind of way. Maybe it was how I spoke or why did I even go in that place knowing that person was there and and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, it, it, it's no, it, it's not your fault, but the enemy will play in your mind. It's your fault. And if you tell somebody, they're going to blame you. And so I held that secret for a long time and I know that was a part of the depression going through that and going through it multiple times. Mm-hmm. And so just dealing with that and then just it led me down a path of, of darkness. The enemy really wanted me to feel like all that I was supposed to do with my life was party, kick it, yeah. and be in the streets, basically. And mm-hmm. so, and I got, I was drawn to drinking and partying and smoking and stuff like that at an early age, because it was an escape for me. I finally get to leave this internally depressed state. And so if I can substitute it with drinking and going out and getting drunk and participating in all types of sin, then that's what that was my getaway. Because at least I don't have to feel the depression and the su- the suicidal thoughts and all that stuff um, um, and so I was in a world I was partying I was kicking it and yeah. I eventually got kicked out <laughs> <laughs> because you know, if you when you have a young person in your house and they're doing that type of thing oh, yeah. it's a lot of parents that be like you know what, you gotta get up out of here and so yeah. I, I was getting drunk I was coming in at all types of night and, yeah my mom you gotta go and I ended up getting kicked out, and uh, and so this is like I was still in high school. I was like 18 years old, and then that led to more um, depression because I felt like, oh, I, nobody want, wants me. Oh, if that makes sense, and I felt yeah. like I was just let out for dead, and so, which, <laughs> but that's how safe. Those things in your brain that nobody wants you, and you have no value, and you have no worth. Look how yeah. people, you know, they can just put you out and make you feel like nothing. And mm-hmm. so that made me fall more into sin and partying. And before you know it, I was totally another person. And when I say partying, I was, I put that in just you know, how you get if we oh, was yeah. in a house. Drinking, yeah, and that's what we were doing. We were drinking and smoking in the house. We were drinking and smoking in the car, but we were drinking and smoking and a lot of it. But that was my my way of coping. And so yeah. then, finally, what ended up happening is like, I dealt with home, home, homelessness. I wow.
0: was
1: torn back and forth. I tried several times to commit wow. to in my life. And I was on a spiral and I had dealt with abuse, even from boyfriends and stuff like that. And so it just got worse and worse. And so then I felt like I need to do something different. This Mm -hmm. cannot be my life, just this. And it's like something was telling me now I know it's the Holy Spirit that you're, you're worth more than this. You're worth more. You don't see the light as, at the end of the tunnel. And when you're in that type of life and you feel those things and you're that depressed, mm-hmm. you feel like this is the only thing that life has for me. But that's a lie. That's a yes. lie. for uh-huh. And he don't ever want you to see that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. He don't ever want you to see that there's hope. He wants you to feel like it's hopeless. And so and cause you to do more sin. And more yep. things you're ashamed of. And before you know it, you're wearing all this shame. And you're saying, yes. I know God will never, ever want me. And no, he definitely did. <laughs> yes. yes. But my life was hard. And I felt like I was going to circles over and over again. And what woke me up was pregnancy.
0: <laughs> mm.
1: Pregnancy woke me up. I was like, because I knew instantly, I said, I'm going to be a single parent. Wow. I do that the day I felt I was pregnant. I said, wow. I'm going to be a single parent. I'm going to have to raise yeah. this child by myself. Um, And, oh, and so I knew instantly that mm. with the bulk of the responsibility being on me, I have to be a different person. And so I knew about God. I've heard about okay. him. And I was like, you know what? I got to get saved. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get saved. I need Jesus because I didn't know what else to do yeah. other than try to seek God because my life was such a mess that I couldn't do anything with it. And so I've heard yeah. people share their testimony about being able to go to God and he makes you new. And so that's why I came. I came to church wanting God to make me new. And so I so,
0: look like, forward to. Okay, you are seeking out for God. You know that He can make you new. What does that look like? And what was life like after?
1: Yeah, so this is where it gets (laughs) confusing because um, (laughs) after salvation, it's like the enemy still had a, a hold on me. As far as my environment, I knew in my mind something had changed in me, but nobody else knew it. And so one thing about being saved, you know, something's new, but everybody around you still think they are talking to the old person. And Mm -hmm. so, and then when the enemy is trying to destroy you, he'll attach people to you. So I had relationships i had built wow. all these friendships i had so much work like i was living with people you know what I'm saying? it wasn't like just i could just go home be free and no it's like when i came i was on a spiritual high and then when i came home i got hit with life and unfortunately wow. i was under a teaching which is not the truth please don't ever believe this if you get saved that you have to sin after salvation. And it's just mm-hmm. a part of your relationship with God. And that's what I was yeah. told that, oh, you're just going to sin and it's just going to be a part of your relationship with God. And all you have to do is repent. And as long as you ask, and, and, I, yeah. and I, we don't mean repent, turn away. Just as long as you say, God, I'm sorry, after you sin, and yeah. that's your relationship. And that was miserable for me. If you don't know that you can live holy, that you can just stay in the light of what salvation does. If you don't know that, then Uh you're stuck in this cycle of sin, repeat, sin, repeat, sin, repeat. And now every time you sin, you feel... Literally, the enemy condemns you and say, oh, no, you ain't really saved. God really ain't did nothing to you. Look what I can make you do. And he keeps you in that place. And so that caused you to uh, run away from God. And now you're scared to even show your face. And that's really what happened in the garden still happens in people's mind. When the enemy gets you to sin, you're always going to try to run and hide. And not feel like you're worth the presence of God. But when you have his yeah. spirit in you, your spirit craves the presence of God. It, yeah. it, and that's the only thing that will make you happy is being in his presence. And so it's a real trick. It's a real trick. And then when you're drawn back from that sin. Then you get stuck in depression and the enemy is trying to destroy you because he don't ever want you to see what's on the other side of of the end of the tunnel. He don't ever Mm -hmm. want you to see that you can get past this, that if you just really repent, which means turn away from that sin that you can just come back in God, but he don't want you to repent. He wants you to feel bad about that thing. And he wants you to lead you to other sin. And he wants to lead you right back to depression. And he will start bringing back those spirits that you were actually delivered from. And so that's what happened to me. And so I, I ended up in a mental home because I you know, I tried to take my life because I was right back in Depression because the enemy brought me right back to depression. And so that's why that message is so dangerous because living in sin and repeat, that's misery. But at the end of the day, God can comfort everything. Like when I say, and that's why I was crying, like I was telling y'all in the beginning, because I realized not just where I was physically, but mentally, how God just took that depression spirit and he just. Before you know it, I was happy. I didn't even realize that I was yeah. happy. I didn't realize I had a different thought. And what I praise God for now, especially being in depression, is my thoughts. That yes. I don't have to hear the enemy and I don't have to feel down and I don't have to feel burning down and, and uh, the no. weight is just lifted off and you can be free in God and you don't have to even look like what you've been through. You don't even have to, they you no. know, the world is going to tell you because the world told me I was going to be on antidepressants because of Thing that i dealt with no the devil is a lie the holy spirit told me to um, put that in trash <laughs> and he said just dive into me just dive into me and when i started connecting with god and when i started really getting to know who i was see that's yeah. the key when you realize who you are then when the enemy try to come in your mind and tell yeah. you something else, you like. I can't listen to you because I know you are saved mm-hmm. And so, when you are, when you really start to just be in the presence of God, and you get to know how awesome God is, and you get to experience His presence every day, and talk to Him, and just let Him love on you, yeah, that will give you every need. And the Bible says that He gives you all spiritual needs, and you don't even know how big that all is. You don't yeah. even know how big that means. That means every single thing that you were ever wanting yeah. since you was a little child, everything that you felt like you mm-hmm. never died. Your parents wasn't good enough or oh, you didn't feel loved by your dad or your dad wasn't in the picture or your mom wasn't in the picture and you were abused or and you went through bad relationship after bad relationship. All these things that the enemy yeah. said you would never ever recover from. And you're going to be a statistic of this. You're going to be a statistic of that. Yeah. Jesus Christ. God can change your whole reality into something else. And it has nothing to do. He's not about money and all that stuff. Here. This is where he restores you. He stores you here. My your God. mind and your heart. My heart yes, is it. content. I don't have I don't have heaviness. I don't have burning down. I'm not, I don't feel burning down. I don't feel pressure. I don't feel the pressures of life. My life doesn't feel like it's going in one big circle after another, and I'm just waking up every day regretting to even open my eyes. That's not how I feel. And so when I say he's real and he can change you, he can really change you. Don't let the enemy make you feel like you got to stay there in that space. You do not. There are stories that's way worse than me. And they still have came into that same knowledge because the enemy will try to tell you, I've been through more, da, 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 and this happened to yeah. me, that happened to me. And they're trying to make you focus on, you know, on the, the yeah, yeah the what? severity of what happened. And
0: I want to even just submit to you today that even that, Is something that if you can get over that, then you can experience all of what Jess is saying here to fill Mm -hmm. those parts.
1: Yeah. So that was my personal testimony uh, from trauma to triumph. (laughs) So I hope that it blessed you, and I'm just so happy to just be in God now and to just live. Before him and just let him love on you. And as anyway, so I just hope that it ministered to somebody. I hope that somebody just. Give it up, give it up, whatever you're holding <laughs> in, whatever that you're still holding on to. Uh, if you yeah. are in a cycle of just sin and repeat and all that stuff, you don't have to live there, you don't have to live in that yeah. misery. Just soaking your word, learn, read more your word, and it'll tell you who you are in God that you are a new creature. And all you yeah. have to do is believe it and accept it. And once I accepted that. That changed everything about my life. And it could change everything about you as well. So I just pray that it ministered to somebody today. And please, you guys, this is what we're doing. We're going to have guests coming And yes, sharing their story (laughs) because we are really doing something with this series. And I just already feel the presence of God that's just moving in it. And so you're going to see guests in this series and we'll see you next time. And we pray that it ministers to somebody and have a good day in the Lord.